another Solid Gold podcast. And that's it for the show. Yes, one thing you're going to be doing as a takeaway from this is don't get married. No, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. Hi and very good morning or good evening or good day or whatever, whenever you're listening. Obviously, I mean, you can listen to this anytime. I'm Melanie Walker in Johannesburg and I'm chatting with Jenny Baxter from sapeople.com sitting over in Antibes in France and looking very professional today. <laughs> We're getting it all together over there in France. How are you doing today, Jen? Hi, Mal. Um, well, I'm not doing well because I feel very echoey and, and numb with these headphones, but um, they've been very kindly lent to me by a young South African who's staying with us, a, a friend of mine from school, her son, so I'd never met him before, and he's here to work on the boats. And honestly, I was about to do a story, and I think we're still going to do it, about just, you know, South Africans hold off, there's not enough jobs on the super yachts at the moment, because they are just getting sent here from South Africa, you know, they're making all that money doing those courses, uh, offering courses in South Africa, and then, and then the kids get here, and there's not enough work, especially because the Russian super yachts aren't here anymore, and, you know, they used to employ so many people. But this guy, Chris, I'm so proud of him. He arrived here and he went dock walking, which is kind of illegal if you're South African because you're not allowed to work on land in France, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But anyway, he went dock walking and he got a job on the first day. So, <laughs> so you know, if you try hard enough, maybe you can do it. Well, that's exactly what I pretty much did when I was in Greece and was sitting in Mykonos and thinking, I don't know what I'm going to do because the people I'm supposed to be meeting have disappeared. And oh no, it wasn't in Mykonos, it was down in Eos. And I happened to walk down on the dock, the one little, little jetty thing that they've got in Eos, and saw a South African flag flying. So I went and said, how's it, Brew? And the next thing they said, listen, have you got any sailing experience? Yeah. So it wasn't on a super yacht, it was actually on a yacht yacht. Okay. Oh, and I ended up spending like three months sailing around um, the whole, all the Greek islands, which was amazing. That was a very long time ago. But anyway, let's get back to things which are South African at the moment. And of course, um, there's, there's been some really big news stories. Um, now apparently BRICS might not be happening in South Africa. It might be happening over in China because you know, who knows what's going on. I'm trying yeah. very much Because not if it happened in China, then at least South Africa wouldn't be under the ICC obligation to arrest Putin. Even though they said, oh, they're giving diplomatic immunity, it would still be very frowned upon. But it's still mm. making an impact, this whole South Africa-Russia thing. I don't know if you saw, but the um, F1 is no longer pursuing Kyle Army. They've canned that because of South Africa's friendship with Russia, allegedly. I don't think F1 has officially uh, commented, no, but stated. that's what the reports are saying internationally. In the overseas press. Well, this it doesn't, you know, load shedding doesn't help. But although <clears throat> this last week has been quite interesting with load shedding being suspended and then reinstated and suspended and then reinstated. <laughs> and we've only had like one session of load shedding a day, which is like we're sitting here and going, what's happening? Why is the power still on? <laughs> it's a bit odd. Um, but that's, that's a good thing. Um, but the main story, your main story today, of course, is that um, current Just, norm yes. kind of um, has been. Vindicated. Place. Yeah. Vindicated. But because it turns out, so, so you know, um, former President Jacob Zuma was, uh, took her to court because she had written about his medical records. Um, 
And, and the court said no, they upheld freedom of the press, it's in the constitution. And so it's a good day for not only the media, but the readers that, mm. um, you know, there is a right of journalists to, to publish these stories, you know, and I don't know what Zuma was thinking. And now he has to pay the costs as well. I just don't understand what it is with the government where they think that they can run roughshod over the Constitution in so many ways. I mean, we, we have in the Constitution, it's enshrined there, that every citizen has a right to water, clean water, which of yeah. course has become a bit of a problem up in Gauteng, um, um, to, you know, a, a decent standard of life, to education, this, that and the other, and they have delivered none of it. Yeah. They have just taken that constitution, which was, you know, everybody was saying the best constitution in the world, and they're trying to change everything to their own devices, and we're sitting there and thinking, what was the point? And also, I mean, the same thing is, what is the point of us voting if the other parties think, well, we don't care what the people in the city or the town think, um, we're just going to... You know, do this, that, and the other, and put somebody in who didn't even stand in the last elections. I mean, it's completely bizarre. But anyway, let's did you, not go did you see well the, Did you see the Joburg mayor fell ill during a meeting last night? No. I must say, I would not want to be the Joburg mayor. They have not had a good track record at well being healthy no. and well and alive. You know, <laughs> remember well, last they, year two of them died. Yeah. Was it the mayor's? Last year or the year before, yes. We we have such a high turnover because of all these little factions and coalitions. And I mean, hello, 40% of the people in Johannesburg, okay, that voted, actually voted for the DA. Why do we not have a DA mayor anymore? Okay, that was the will of the people. That is what voting is about. You have to uphold what the people vote for. Yeah. So they're just saying, well, the hell with that. We're going to do whatever we want anyway. So let's not get into that. Let's find something happy and smiley to do. I mean, Johannesburg is just on the the skids, quite frankly, as far as I'm concerned. But, you know, we we still live in, in hope that somebody will come to their senses and say, actually, I shouldn't be mayor because I'm really not cut out for this job, <laughs> which I think would be the right way to go. That would be amazing. Okay. So what news do you have for expats? Um, that if if you're in France attending the Olympics, um, Jordi Smith, you know, our South African surfer, and Sarah Baum, who is younger, newer to it, this will be her first it's the first time they've both qualified for the Paris 2024 Olympics. Um, it's Sarah's first time. Jordi did qualify bef- before 2020, but he mm-hmm. was injured, I think. Um, so they just qualified at the ISA World Surfing Games in El Salvador. Um, other news for expats is if you're going to Cape Town and you love going up Table Mountain, perhaps don't go the last two weeks of July because um, the aerial cableway is getting uh, fixed and it's a really good thing. That's how they uphold these safety standards and everything. Unfortunately, it's going to be during the network Netball World Cup. So, Well, you know, if it's the netball people, they're very fit. You can go for a nice, they can hike. nice walk up. Yeah, you can go up Skeleton Gorge. Yes. But please just don't do it when there's lots of fog around. Don't get stranded on top of the mountain. Stay to the paths. <laughs> Take don't your phone. Yeah. <laughs> Take a phone. Although in Cape Town, it depends on which side of the mountain you are as to whether you can call the other side. <laughs> uh, <laughs> did, you, did you know, apparently, the aerial cableway is the second most visited spot in Cape Town by tourists. And the number mm. one spot is, is it Stony Point? It's where the penguins are. 
I'm Mark. Oh, this is um, done by, um, what's it called? Oh, I keep on thinking Somerset. No, done by False Bay there. Uh, Simon's Town? Anyway, you, yeah. Simon's Town, that's okay. one. I knew it started with an S. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but this is okay. a stony point. So, okay, and then Twickenham, if you are into your rugby, the tickets are selling out. 65,000 tickets have already been sold um, for, you know, that last warm-up before the Rugby World Cup. On the mm-hmm. 25th of August, Springboks versus All Blacks. So that's going to be a huge match. And Ooh. I think it's Jacques uh, Ninaba's last match as a as head coach so Mm, i will definitely be watching that uh, especially for the haka i love the haka (laughs) yeah okay so so i've got to tell you what i've been doing this last week and i know we're going to be talking about entertainment a little later is that um i decided to sit down and catch up with all of the stuff on britbox um, about the um chelsea flower show and because i I love the chelsea flower show which was actually sponsored this year by the newt which, which is, is a place in Somerset, which is South African. Owned exactly. by South Africans. But the, then I can't understand if they actually sponsored Chelsea. Why didn't they sponsor a team to come across from Kirstenbosch to go to the Chelsea Flower Show this year? Yeah, but then that would be almost like insider trading, maybe. No, I not don't know. really. No, it's just they didn't Why have a sponsor. Why didn't somebody else the sponsor side? them? It would be nice. I mean, they're so good. Remember, they won like 10, 11 years in a row or something. But, yeah, um, golds, yeah. But now the newt itself, so, so the owners are uh, Chris Becker, who I think is chairman of NASPERS, and yeah. um, Karen Ruiz, who used to be Wasn't editor of Roy Rosa? I think it's Al. Yeah, she was, but years ago she was like Sari or with Roy Rosa or something. Oh, like that probably. As well. yeah, she was a fashion editor. Yeah. yeah, I do know her name. So, so the two of them are just like such a power couple. They, they the ones who do Babby Lawrence store and Bobby Lawrence tour donkey in French hook <laughs> and um, and now they've just won an award for their um, their farm in in England uh, the project architect of the year so the architect who they employed for the Roman villa experience and basically in the grounds there was this Roman remains that they excavated mm-hmm. many many years ago and now they have reconstructed and reimagined it and um, and have won an award because it's just amazing, just you know this whole reimagined Roman Ooh. Roman times, Roman experience, beautiful. But it's, well it's also, I mean, like you were just saying about Babylon's Turin, and I absolutely love it. It's such an amazing place to go. And of course, one of the people who's one of my favourite gardeners that was on the Chelsea thing is Monty yes. Don, and he did a beautiful video for Babylon's Turin. So if you've never seen Babylon's Turin, then go and check out the video with Monty Don doing it. He did around the world in 80 gardens as well, and I was like, so envious. <laughs> I immediately was like, online, so jobs with the Royal Horticultural Society yeah, in England, yeah, and thinking, yeah. oh, I want to go and work with Monty. Yeah. Oh, my gardening, my gardening glory thing <laughs> came back again. All right, so those are some of the, st- the things that are happening that um, expats can go and, and uh, see and visit. So if you are in England, go along to the newt. Yeah, it's not sure. an inebriated newt. It <laughs> <laughs> used to be but a pub on the corner of my house <laughs> where I lived in Fulham. There was an inebriated newt, <laughs> which I always loved so much. All right, what news do you have for from expats? Um, Trevor Noah, he posted a photograph of him and Oprah. She was at his show on Saturday night, and it was so funny how he just kind of said, This is a just in case photo, like 
in case nobody believes it really happened. Um, she was at her show. She loved it. She said it's the happiest Saturday night she's ever had, and she left with a laughter headache. So... Um, <laughs> And she and she and she encouraged everybody around the world. If he's coming to a place near you, go and see Trevor because he's so observant yet brilliant and funny at the same time. So yeah, no, he is great. That's just amazing. Elon Musk is again the richest man in the world. You know those top three sort of shuffle around. Um, yeah, Kate, and I'm still waiting for him to buy me a car. <laughs> did <laughs> you see? Whether it's electric or not? <laughs> did you see? Mr. Bean has been saying electric cars are not actually all that they are. Well, Rowan Atkinson, not Mr. Bean. <laughs> um, we all know who Mr. Bean is, yes. <laughs> but yeah, that electric cars are really not all they cracked out to be. And I must say, you know, we have a lot of electric cars here. And a lot of the owners say, you know, they feel so bad because there's, there's all that battery stuff that's creating havoc for kids in Africa, uh, mining it. And mm. it's, it's, you know... It's still electricity. Uh, you know, there mm. in South Africa, you're saying, let's stop with electricity. And, and here we're saying, let's get more electric cars. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, so Mr. Bean has jumped on that. Um, Cape Town Airport is mm. back to pre-COVID numbers. So in April, they had almost as many people as 2019, which is insane. Wonderful. Um, mm, 87% from abroad, the rest from Africa. The biggest market is the UK. And then Germany, America, Netherlands, and France. And France. C'est bien, c'est bien, bien, bien. We love South Africa. Um, And then the last thing from expats is it turns out that for definitely well over 10 years, Canada has been using rooibos to brew beer in its craft breweries yeah isn't that apparently what? it gives for, especially for pale ales it gives a slightly sweeter taste um mm-hmm. it has no tannin content no caffeine or, or low tannin content no caffeine so it's really good for being versatile um and they've just one of the breweries in canada has just launched a new one that is called skip the flowers so if you're in canada support and drink skip the flowers um yeah and i saw a great article by a a brewer who was saying why aren't more south africans doing this it's so easy and it's your local product get bush beer yeah (laughs) make a bush beer there you go you've got bush tea now we can have bush beer I don't see why not, actually. I think that's a damn fine idea. All right. Okay, so what have we got in the way of local good news? Because, I mean, I think that you're more on top of what's happening in South Africa than I am most of the time, (laughs) mainly because I don't want to leave my house. (laughs) No, not when it's cold. Um, Well, we did this story on this amazing busker. Well, a few amazing buskers, but mainly Vanessa Solomons in Kalk Bay, who Mm. everybody who ever goes to the Brass Bar will know her because as you go through the tunnel, she's normally there. Um, Mm. She grew up as a a child listening to the birds outside her window and then she would whistle with them. So now she does like Simon and Garfunkel, Beatles. Yeah, she's a little better than that. (laughs) (laughs) And... um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and so she she plays guitar and whistles along and um and and then it just it just coincidentally one of our wonderful supporters who sends us a lot of stuff she happened to video her 
this week as well, doing a special song for um, a, a South African in Canada who's missing home. So, um, yeah, she makes 300 rand a day or something. Could that be mm-hmm. possible? Yeah. And, and it, it turns out that the city of Cape Town actually has two programs for buskers to help them upskill, to help them even go on stage. And they have lovely, um, you know, because there's some towns around the world where you're not allowed buskers, whereas in Cape Town, it's as long as you move every 45 minutes, it's kind of okay, which I oh, thought, okay. thought was really nice. Yeah. Well, I've, I'm talking about buskers and things. I'm just trying to find the name of the guy that... Um, I started following this week um, who's a and I can't remember where somebody showed me and I've, I've closed the page which was about this um, graffiti artist who does these elephants and now his name's just gone straight out of my head which is terrible and um, where does he do them? <laughs> he's done them all over South Africa um, and, and he'll be traveling and he sees a place and he goes back and he'll do these these he's done it not just in in south africa but in india and all over the place and i'll think of his name in a moment sorry it's like it's you know (laughs) um and really the most beautiful things and and somebody had posted on one of our groups oh we were wandering around and down in the bottom end of um n street you know down in the mobbing area and we saw one of his elephants and um, I'll send you the link to it so you can put it up on the site because it was just really fascinating these, these nice. beautiful elephants and, and other animals that have been put up as well and oh, nice. I thought you know I want to go actually going looking for these now um, yeah. mainly a lot in Cape Town and the Eastern Cape and a whole bunch of other things all over the place but I'll send that to you because okay. they were just beautiful nice. Beautiful. Oh, beautiful. Did you see our story about the real elephants and lions that have been uh, reinstated in Babaneng um, Game Reserve in KwaZulu-Natal? So it's three community trusts who have yeah. spent the last five years, because um, you can't let the lions into the area until there's enough food source for them but this is all just so good for the ecosystem because now now they you know they've brought in all all the other animals including you know endangered rhino blah 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 now they've brought in the lions the lions mm-hmm. will ensure that the the zebra and wildebeest populations remain healthy because the lions hunt and kill um you know the unhealthier ones the the sick kind of sick and older ones um, and then it also helps the scavengers you know there've been major problems with vultures but now the vultures will be able to have access to food more easily because of the lion mm. kills so apparently you know being an apex predator these these lions will transform it back to how it used to be and how it's meant to be but yeah. it's it's very historical and amazing and a lot has gone into it and like well done to everybody involved there um okay oh, i found i found the guy's name is falco one okay <laughs> falco one and he does um, I'm, I'm showing jenny a picture we'll see if she can try and see it uh, there so he does these oh, artworks yes. and then he does the pictures so you must beautiful. put a link to it it's a really really beautiful okay. story about this beautiful. but i mean I'll yeah because i mean 
Yeah, it's it's a case of like, you know, we are so proud of what we have on our natural resources in South Africa. And I'm so glad there's so many people who are actually fighting for it. And I mean, he makes people aware of all these things by doing the animals, um, various animals all yeah, over the country. Yeah. And it just it just brings more and more to people's you know, Beautiful. Yes. All right. So, what else? We're talking about being in Cape Town, of course. One of I know that they they do those weird swim, cold swimming things, but um, I prefer to just get onto a yacht and drink champagne as we go around <laughs> <laughs> much, the coastline. Much better, but but not in Cape Town. I've got one in Durban this weekend. World Oceans Day swim. Mm-hmm. So whatever's happening this weekend, just honor the ocean. But there's a young guy who everybody's got their eyes on, 17, Damien Angel. And mm-hmm. he's hoping to win the five kilometer. He's off to the States in September for a surf rescue competition. So he's, you know, one of our next up and coming swimmers to, to keep an eye out for. Um, and if you want to take part in World Oceans Day, um, go to roag.org and register there it's not too late so when is that happening this weekend this weekend in durban same same as comrades as well 10th 10th june i think uh comrades is 11th of june yeah so it's all this weekend lots of yeah. big sporting things happening this weekend oh, beautiful Your. story about the comrades i mean the comrades is just filled with lots of beautiful stories mm. but one of them is graham wells Uh, from Maritzburg who will be running barefoot again and he does that to raise money for uh, um, for PMB homeless network so it's he worked in England with um, uh, social support and everything Mm. and it's his dream in Maritzburg you know for there to be somewhere lovely where homeless people can can live in a way that works for them you know yeah yeah so, okay. oh, yeah, um, so um, talking about animals and yeah. uh, swimming and things, sharks, sharks, of course, immediately come to mind. <laughs> <laughs> and fear Which the is, fin. And then rugby. Immediately yes. we think sharks, we think about rugby. <laughs> fear and the fin. Fear the fin. Fear the fin. And, and do fear the fin because they've been doing so well, the sharks down in KZN. And about... Two and a half, three weeks ago, they played against the Pumas and they were losing, like really losing badly until those last 10 minutes. And then it was just insane how they um, came forward to win. And Mm. there was a a photograph of one of their young fans um, crying. He was just so overcome with happiness and emotion at his team winning. And the Sharks posted it and said, you know, does anybody know who this passionate fan is? And they tracked him down. His name is um, Kevin somebody, Kevin Forsman. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> somebody. <laughs> and I saw that story. Yeah, it's lovely. Yeah, and he's from Lar School Malalani, which is in Mpumalanga. So people were saying, you know, what's one of KZN's, one of the Sharks' biggest fans doing in Mpumalanga? And then it was so sweet. I felt like I was at an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting because people were saying, I'm a Sharks fan and I'm in Australia and I'm a Sharks fan and I'm in the Free State and, you know. Um, uh, yeah, I'm so, they're I'm everywhere. So, if you live in Johannesburg, you need to support the Lions. That's all there is to it. Well, we beat you. So that's what happened this weekend. This weekend, the Sharks not only tracked him down, but 
invited him and his family, Kevin and his family, to spend a day with the Sharks. And then he got to wear the number 24 jersey, run onto the field with them, and then sit on the bench. And we beat the Lions. And so now the Sharks are through to Curry Cup playoffs. Okay, so just stop looking so smug. <laughs> All right. I remember, <laughs> I remember when Bobby Skinstead um, was put in as the captain of the Lions, and that must have been, oh gosh, uh, mid-2000s. Um, and he moved into a house diagonally down from the street from me, and I saw him moving in. And I stopped the car, and I said, listen, you're going to be getting notes. <laughs> he moved up pretty <laughs> shortly there afterwards. No, no, not across the road from this blonde. Oh, <laughs> His bloody's no. And another, um, okay, so, another. Can yeah? I quickly tell you about another wise man, who is Andre de Reiter, You know the former CEO of Escom. Um, no, he doesn't live the, in my street because otherwise he'd never have any power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it turns out he is very happily married, but he oh. keeps his family um, away from the spotlight. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there's a shop in Pretoria that was on the radio because somebody had targeted Andre Dereta's book about ESCOM and um, run into their shop, stolen 15 copies and left you know it came to about five thousand rand and so the woman you know the shop owner was pretty devastated um and next minute she got a call that andre de was sending her another 15 books um for free so that was yeah she said she said he has you know made her restored her faith in humanity yeah oh good okay yeah well, they, he should track down the person who stole them and make him give them back too. <laughs> That's not going to happen. Okay, so now um, the last thing on the local good news, you've got a thing here on Monday, five presidents. What are they going to be doing? Oh, no. Oh, okay. I took it off my list. <laughs> um, no, what that was about <laughs> is that President Ramaphosa on Monday um, mm. spoke in a virtual meeting with five other presidents in Africa, you know, Uganda, Zambia, Senegal, okay? And mm. together they have agreed that they are willing, maybe even as, as soon as mid-June, willing to go over and speak to uh, President Zelensky from Ukraine and President Putin from Russia to try and negotiate a ceasefire. So um, an African initiative to try and bring some world peace because, you know, the repercussions on all of us all around the world are mm. huge, huge. Mm. It's, uh, you know, you walk into your grocery shop every day and we're all feeling the effects, let alone the horror of it and and apart from that I mean it just means that other countries and other people think oh well if, you know if he can walk in and try and take over Ukraine like why shouldn't China walk in and take over South Korea you know it just yeah. opens those floodgates for people to do whatever they want and there has to be some accountability so hopefully the rest of the world's presidents will actually speak to these people and say enough stop this it's not just about you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Vault, I tell you what, Tim. <laughs> All right, let's get on to stuff that's more entertaining than war. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, Although, I will say that, yeah. 
Yeah, okay. So, I mean, obviously, I've been hooked into watching Chelsea, but I see that Avatar, the new Avatar, has just come up on, I think, on Netflix. Um, yes. And my daughter was watching it, and she came through, and she says, I have to take a break from this. You know, it's like so long, and it's so hectic, Mom. Really? <laughs> Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of gearing myself up for yeah. a little bit of that sometime this weekend. That is the advantage of TV, isn't it? Like, it's a bit sad that you're not seeing it on such a huge screen, but at least you can press pause, which you can't yes. in a movie house. Yeah, and, and also I saw Arnold is on on Netflix, and I think South Africans love Arnold, and he loves South Africa. Arnold? So Arnold Schwarzenegger, it's a documentary, oh, it's a documentary about Forsley. him. No, not your ex. And, um, and then I also wanted to make a retraction. Remember, I said, oh, you know, you, you should try watch Young, Famous and African because um, you get to see Johannesburg and uh, da, da, da. Oh, my goodness. You know, I kept falling asleep while I was watching, so I thought it was okay. And I stayed awake. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, and honestly, the conversation was so... A six-year-old conversation, except also kind of sexual and and gross, and um, and and also very acted. You know, you know when you watch these other ones, there you feel like you're a fly on the wall. Whereas with this, it felt very choreographed. Okay, so it's one to stick away from. Yes, yes. I apologize okay. for ever recommending it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I didn't I didn't get around to having a look anyway, so it's fine. Okay, okay what else good. is there that we that I, I'm looking for something new now that I'm finished with Chelsea. So what apart from Avatar okay, should I, I be looking at? I think that you for? will love Down a Comrade story. Because obviously mm -hmm. you should be watching it right now because it's about the comrades and it's about a mm hundred -hmm. years of it. Um, so that is uh, on Showmax and then also on Showmax, there's Binalanders for anybody overseas who's missing South Africa. Season 12 is ready to binge from today, 8th of June. Um, then coming soon, very exciting, is Shaka Ilembe. And it's about the legendary Zulu King, which, as mm. you know, I grew up with all those legends around me. Shaka's Kral, Shaka's Rock, so Shaka's Head. I, I can't wait. Apparently, it is, it's been filmed in an epic way, let alone being an epic story. And while it's, it's for the locals, it will go global. And... Mm. Um, and it's it's historical and it and it respects the tribe and everything, but at the same time, of course, it's been fictionalized. Well, I started in the television industry at the time when Bill Fora was doing Shaka Zulu with yeah. Henry Kele, yeah. which was also great. So, I mean, they just yeah. finished shooting when I joined the SABC, and they were busy doing the editing, and it was just phenomenal because we got to go on, like when they were doing the pickup sets and going to the editing process and everything. It was like really yeah. an exciting time. And so I it's think a great story on, as well. That's also on. Um, so this new one, Shaka Ilemba, is coming up 18th June on Showmax. But mm -hmm. I think you can still watch the old, the old Shaka. It might be Netflix. I know it's on one of the many streaming platforms. Hmm. Okay. So. Excelente. So yes. I will be checking that out. And then, of course, there's also um, on the, what is, the, what is today? The 8th. I don't even know what today is. Thursday the 8th. So that's on Saturday, the Woman King. Uh, yes. which was shot in South Africa and Ghana with Viola Davis um, is also starting up again. Yay! Yes.
It's very, very good. I did watch some of that. Okay. Well, we're getting to that state where we have to um, think about um, hurrying on out <laughs> of these studios. <laughs> so what have you got coming up as your story, your lead story for next week? Um, about a South African actor who's gone through what thousands of South Africans around the world have gone through. A guy in Hollywood who, even though he was getting help from the embassy, has lost his South African citizenship. The advice was not the best advice. So, yeah, so so we're doing a story on that. Yeah, so we should try and find out what, because I know we mentioned last week what the update is about what's happening with that whole thing. Yes, we'll be adding that to the story. All right, great. Well, there we have it, ladies and gentlemen. Please start your engines and get out there and go and find out all these wonderful things that South Africans have to offer, whether it's here in South Africa or overseas. And if you happen to be in the neighborhood of Cannes um, or Saint-Tropez down on the south coast of France, then keep an eye out for Jenny as she runs around the place looking for her pan, her pan and café. <laughs> <laughs> Jen, we'll catch up with you again next week. And uh, don't forget, of course, you've got, you've got some great stories. Send them through to Jenny either on sapeople.com or on the Facebook page. And we'll catch up with you then. Au revoir. Thanks, Mal. Bye. You've been listening to another Solid Gold podcast. Mm-hmm.